going. All right, what is up, everyone? This is Primetime Kansas City, and on today's episode, we'll be going over the struggling Royals. I should probably turn this off because I realize we could get sh- shut down. Eh, who cares? Me? <laughs> we'll pause it. But anyway, we have the Royals to talk about, NBA Finals. Uh, we won't go into your Clippers. We want John on our podcast because it's been two weeks since John's been on here, at least. Yeah, and he um, left the last episode, so. No, he left two episodes ago. Well, I, well, I'm saying the last episode he was on. He left. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's pretty much been two episodes without John. <laughs> it's been um, about a month. NFL, I don't know if there's much to go over. We'll find stuff to talk about. Salvi's in the home run derby. So, yeah, let's get right into it. The Royals are 2-11. Uh, and 11. No, 2-10 and 10 in their last 12 games. So, that's pretty interesting. That's yeah. pretty characteristic of that. I mean, here, here's here, here's what I think about the Royals. 70% of the time, they play like <laughs> the 2018-2019 Royals. Like 5% of the time, they play like the 2016 Royals. And the rest, they're kind of just like 2020 Royals, 2021 Royals. Like I, They're not as bad as they have been in the past, but it's so disappointing still because even though you're not as bad, you're still really, really bad. And it, it's really hard because you have a really good mix of young, youthful players uh, and some good experienced veterans, but it just hasn't clicked yet. It hasn't all come together at once, which you know is really frustrating. John? Yeah, I mean, I think another thing is they kind of started the year off unrealistically good. Like, would we would this record right now have pissed us off just with what the standard we had kind of had at the start? Like, I think us starting fourteen and seven really makes us a lot worse than it was too. Not that not that we haven't been bad, but I, I think a lot of the struggles have just been amplified by the fact that like everyone got convinced we were going to compete for the playoffs after twenty games, and then and I will say this that. I brought up run differential when that at that time period. You both know I did, and I we, I related it. And I said this kind of reminds me of. I was like, this kind of reminds me of Mizzou basketball, and, and it's exactly been the same situation. You know, they've kind of got. I mean, you think back to when they were winning a lot of games to start the season, like that game where Salvi gets a ball that hits off of an Angels player's nuts and throws it to third to get the final out. Like that wasn't mm-hmm. sustainable. So I'm. Um, I'm not surprised. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, I yeah. forgot we had a walk off of a ball that hit off a dude's dick. Yeah, that's that stuff like that was just not going to be a long lasting thing. So, you know, I didn't expect to make the postseason this year. In all honesty, but well, I, I really would like not best. to finish in fifth place. I think John. Yeah, I think we expected better from this team. They started off really good, and we knew they weren't going to keep up with that for the whole year, but. We didn't expect them to go 17 and 33 in a 50 game stretch, which was the worst win percentage in Royals history if they continued at that pace. Like, we went from 2014 Royals to 2019 Royals, real quick. Yeah, I mean, I think they had like, I think it was like the third or fourth best April that they've had in the last, in the, since the and start John of the century. John even said one day, it might have been Jackson or John. But I remember, I remember one of you guys sent a stat that said teams with the best record in the MLB on April 23rd have made the playoffs in like the last 20 years, and the Royals had the best record on April 23rd. So there's something to look at that we broke. I mean, 
We, yeah, we broke we that. really did break the system with that one. <laughs> we yeah. broke like well, like, we started with the was Rangers. pointing for the Royals to make the playoffs, but then that point, yeah. reality kicked in. And in all honesty, game sweep of the Tigers too. Yeah, they did. They did. They were sixteen and, and nine that, at one point. Ever since they that, were like and two and eight against the Tigers. Yeah, the Tigers have owned them since then, and the Tigers have been playing good baseball. They're in third now, um, which that's is not than, saying much. Whenever there's, I, uh, I think game third for them is a lot better than anyone expected. Oh, though. that's where like I feel like us and the Tigers are kind of at the same spot in the rebuild. Yeah, but the I only really team that's really the only team that's really surprised me in the division is Minnesota not being good. I thought I they think would Cleveland be better. Also surprised me for being in second. I, I think that kind of goes hand in hand with Minnesota not being good well, because yeah, I would have thought. I'm just saying, like this was a rebuilding year for Cleveland. I would have they expected have Minnesota to be second and Cleveland third, and right yeah. now it looks like that's kind of gonna. I don't think Detroit ends injuries third, are also but, killing them too in Minnesota. I'm telling you, injuries are killing the White Sox. Oh my God, they've yeah, lost Eloy Jimenez, games. Luis Robert, Yasmani Grandal's now out. Uh, I mean, they have just been decimated, and they're still first in the Central, which isn't saying a lot. By three, six, like, six games, <laughs> three of the four teams are just hopeless in that. Or three, yeah, three of the other four teams in that division are just hopeless. So, you know, it's not saying much, but I mean, yeah, they're getting there. They've been. I mean, the vision's kind of gone as expected outside of Minnesota being terrible. The only thing to look yeah. forward to is a home run derby as Salvador Perez will become the eighth catcher of all time to compete in the home run derby. Now, will we have another Mike Moustakis performance and represent the Royals? Probably. There's, I don't see Salvi winning it. To be honest, it's somehow good. They're going to get weighted balls, and Shohei's going to get the lightest balls there's ever been. If you want to know what's going to happen, that's what's going to happen, like, there's nothing else other than Shohei winning the All-Star game. Are they going to bring the back the juice derby. balls for the home run derby? No, just for that Shohei. That would be fun. Just for Shohei. I wish they would. Like, I wish they would for everyone, though. Like, it would just, why not? It'd make like, a more entertaining product. Yeah, here's the balls we used last year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly think it'll either be Otani or Guerrero. I think either of them could win it. And it's kind of disrespectful to say the guy who just won it last time, Pete Alonso, isn't in the conversation, but I really just don't think he is. Yeah, and he's got to be the first winner to, like, I, okay, not the first. First winner in a while to not just, like, walk away, though. Most of the guys that have won it, like, ever since Prince just quit. Mm-hmm. Didn't Todd they... Frazier literally go back-to-back? I think Todd. That's right. I forgot about Todd Frazier. Todd was also and a I guess John Carter. Yes. Yeah, so maybe I'm literally only looking at Judge here. So maybe Judge I'm... said it messed up his swing, though. He said when he went into the second half of that season that he didn't feel right. Our Judge just I, is ass. I'm not sure how that's possible, but – you know he's a professional baseball player he knows more than me uh but yeah i'm excited to have salvi in the home run derby i'm glad they gave him the you know i'm glad they put him in because a few years back when they didn't put solaire in when he deserved it i was really mad so i'm happy now that would be funny that would be (laughs) bro doesn't michael a taylor have more home runs than solaire this year i think Taylor has been cooking also, yeah, Nikki Lopez has been cooking. If anything, yeah, Lopez. one thing I was literally just gonna say is Nikki Lopez has been absolutely heating up. Like, if Mondesi is actually back for like a week or two, Whit Merrifield's gonna be in like right field, and we're gonna have Nikki Lopez at short and Mondesi at second probably. Here's and and this kind of leads into what you know the Nikki Lopez talk. As we're, you know, first week of July, trade deadline's July 31st. What's your guys' thoughts on trading Merrifield this year? I'm pro trade Merrifield now. 
I'm fine with it. I'm fine I'm with either way. Either way, yeah. That's. Right. I think it opens a spot. I think once Mondesi's healthy, no which... shit, Jackson. It, it does open up a spot when you trade away a player on your roster. All right, asshole. Um, I'm just trying to describe something. I think you can put uh, Mondesi at short. I think you can't maybe play Nicky at second. He's a pretty versatile defender. Um, not that he's terrible, but I wouldn't care to see Hans or Alberto go. Um, he's just not really important to the team that much. Uh, and so, yeah, and also, if you trade Witt, it's just a step closer to seeing Bobby Witt Jr. So, okay, I'd be down. Though, we trade Witt, and we are going to be utter dog shit. Yeah. I mean, but don't but we are we have wit and we're utter, we're utter dog shit. Yeah, so. but we're going to be like new levels of okay, shit. Okay, th- here's here's a question. If Witt was not on the 18 or 19 Royals, how we many games new, do they lose? We set a new record for most losses games? in a season. Yeah, we're we're the had the league in hits like both years. We set a record we, for the most losses in a season. We still lost 100 games. We probably would have lost if like If we had Witt in 2014, games. we win the World Series. I mean, yeah, that I mean, probably. But I, I don't actually know that. That's I mean, a that fun. Bob Gardner was on some other shit. Okay, yeah, but I'm just saying, Wicked Wit was kind of butt in this first couple of years. So, if we had this Whit Merrifield in 14, maybe, but not 2014 Whit Merrifield, I don't think that would have mattered. No, not 2014 Whit Merrifield. I'm talking about this Whit Merrifield. But you said if we had Merrifield on the 2014 team. Oh, which... okay. Yeah, no, I if we had. Long range be like, yo, if we. I still we... don't think we win that World Series if you had right now Whit Merrifield. Like, I just. Over, it wouldn't Martin. have mattered if he got on base. Nobody else could hit. Like, Baumgartner had them all absolutely just down bad. He was absolutely cooking those guys. So, I don't I think know. it would have really changed it. You also had Jeremy Guthrie starting at Game 7 of the World Series. So, Which that that was the hardest okay. thing to watch. Let's not say, though, that, like, 2014 Jeremy Guthrie wasn't a rube. Like, a rube. Oh, wow. That's a big word. Oh, yeah. The- Update. Now that we're just talking about Jeremy Guthrie and pitching, I made it through two games with the Cal Edred, uh spreadsheet but john and i witnessed one mound visit and result college cincinnati reds monday night dinger thank you very much but let's get a little update here uh i think i have like four results so we have very good uh we have a very good uh test subject but so far we have seen a walk and a sack fly and a strikeout mm. Two of them with Brad Keller and one of them with Carlos Hernandez. So we got to yeah. update to the home run. You got to okay. I I just want to say I think Cal Eldred. While I don't know necessarily, John doesn't. Think John doesn't mind Cal. He he I thinks he's fine. I think he gets unfairly blamed for all of our. And problems. I disagree well, sure so hard. No, but so Josh, does your whole, Josh. Your reasoning but, is that Jackson Coar, since he has a point six nine ERA in the minors, that. Eldritch is the reason that he can't pitch to start a game. It's not just Coar, John. Okay, here, can I let me give me two minutes and I will change your mind, okay? Dude, but I don't give. Just give me two minutes. Give me two minutes. I don't give a damn what people do in the minors. Like Uh, this isn't about the minors. This is not about the minors. Okay, I'm just saying. Let me. Okay, let me ask you this: Who are our best two starting pitchers right now? Not just on uh, based off potential, like right now. Would you say it's best starters right now? Would you now? say Danny Duffy and Mike Miner? Yeah, I would. I would definitely. Okay, yeah. so then let's let's make the average of those two's age like what 32, 31? I don't know okay. how old they are, but then when you have Brad Keller, who's young, when you have Brady Singer, who's young, Jacob Junis, young, Chris Buich, young, you have all these young pitchers. 
they're going to be listening to the pitching coach and what he has to say. But then when you have Danny Duffy and Mike Miner, they already know what works for them and what doesn't. Okay, okay, like, okay. Do you see what I'm no. saying? Get out of here with that, though, because that that is such a loose like grab there. It's a loose grab, but it's something you have to look at. The pitchers that have already been through what to, what to do, what not to do. Like Mike or Cal definitely like tells Danny Duffy and Mike Miner what to work on, which is what he's supposed to do. But I'm just saying they don't take as much of his feedback as I, probably I, the young guys do. That, but I don't think that like saying that they're better because they don't listen to Cal Elger doesn't make sense. Like yeah, yeah it kind of does. Okay, there are two veteran pitchers that are we are paying the most money on our pitching staff. So I don't like obviously they should be our best pitchers. What you're saying it's only because they don't listen to Cal. Like, no. I as far as I look at it, maybe all these guys that we just baptize oh, off of wow. minor league statistics aren't actually that good. Like Royals had bases loaded uh with two outs. Bali decided to end the game. Like they just said, we're not putting it back on. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm not even making this up. We had bases loaded, two outs, and Dozier flew out to the warning track. Oh. But no. What I do want to say is also developing Trevor Bauer merchandise pulled off all MLB websites. So probably good. It's probably the right thing. I'll go back to the Eldred take though. Okay. Um, is it all his fault and is it overplayed that this is all his fault and that this is he's the reason his pitching staff is not doing well? Absolutely. Yeah. But how many times do we see a coach fired when in all honesty they weren't the entire problem? All the time. The first person to get blamed when a team is not having success is the coach. Yeah. And when a certain position group is not having success, like the pitching staff, you don't just look at every pitcher and say, okay, well, none of you are good. Obviously, they're not – you know, aces or anything, but there's talent there. And in my opinion, Eldred is not getting enough out of that talent. That's just my opinion. Now there's certain guys like Bubich. I don't think he can work with because Bubich has two effective pitches and doesn't really have great command. That's not really his fault, but singer Kowar Lynch, I would have liked to see. I just felt like he didn't change anything with him. I feel like he hasn't changed anything with them since they've been up. It feels like every time they go out, it's the same thing. And then that's partially the player, but that's partially him. That's his job is to work with their mechanics, work with what they're doing, and I feel like he's done a poor job at that. And okay, and I think that's fair, and I think going down that far is perfectly fine. And I don't even think it'd be bad to fire him, but mainly I just think that like the 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 sentiment is that like everything is bad for the Royals because of Cal Eldred pitching wise. No. Like no. no, simply put, we could have probably twenty five other pitching coaches i don't think it would be that much different probably like, not these are grown-ass men like <laughs> i yeah well i say this uh i really 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 wasn't a huge fan of the matheny hire but i i i reached a, I reached a new level of my hatred not hatred but a new level of my disliking of mike matheny when he put solaire in the two hole knowing oh I he's did. having a terrible season Knowing he's batting 170. You do realize Solaire puts up his best numbers when batting at them two-hole, and that's batting 250. I mean, that's just – he should not that's be batting at best, the two-hole. That's where he best Because bats. he shouldn't be batting, period. He should not be batting. And the White Sox just designated yes, Adam that's Eaton for assignment, and he is put up way better numbers. He's put up like 15% better or 
point five or point nine. No, it's a OP- fifty better uh, WRC, which is a complicated ass stat. But oh, I thought uh, it was on base percentage. No, it's said like WRC, but it doesn't matter. It's they're saying Adam Eaton is better than Solaire. Oh, he is one hundred percent. But and the White Sox were willing to cut him, so the fact that you're just willing to keep sending out this bozo, like is- we, 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 he's not on a long contract. I can't believe before the season started, I would not stop saying sign Solaire to a contract. Well, thank God they didn't, but they they did make a huge mistake and signed Dozier to a contract. So that yeah. and, and at this point, the exit velocity, advanced analytics really like him. I, I'm pretty over that. Well, I will I, say I mean, this, Dozier. I feel like if we're in the era of juice balls still, to be honest, I think Dozier's doing a lot better because it seems like Dozier's yeah, just... All the hitters would be. So Larry would be back to well, the... No, yeah, I get that. But I'm just saying like Dozier especially because it seems like he's just so close to getting that hit or getting that home run all the time. Dozier would probably be better off at a different stadium than Kaufman. It's probably oh, just yeah. not the stadium. Kaufman's one him. of the worst home run stadiums. Yeah, it's one of the hardest to hit home runs in, and that just does not bode well for him. But what? what? Uh, sorry, just got a text. Do you have to go into work? <laughs> no, it, unrelated. Did not okay. mean to say anything out loud. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right well that was john's random moment of the podcast uh we can move in sorry about that we can we can move it well at least it wasn't the telephone at least it wasn't the telephone this time yeah it um, was from my work but not not that i have to go in thing okay good uh we'll move into the nba i unless you guys have anything else to say on the royals um the nba finals have started i didn't Sounds i wasn't able to watch finals. a single second of game one wasn't that great of a game Suns lead one nothing Huge props to Giannis for getting back this quickly. That was honestly huge. You want to know what I want to know? I want to know, know, it, know yeah. how long Giannis would have been out in the regular season with this injury that oh, he has right now. Probably a month like, or more. I want to know the extent of this injury. And I want to know the same with Kawhi. Kawhi's injury is definitely worse. Like, oh, yeah. Because and I want to know the same obviously. thing with Trey Young. Yeah, I mean, again, if they're willing to come back and play, you really don't have to worry about it being that bad of an injury or at least something that's, like, serious. Uh, And honestly, Giannis looked really good last night. He really didn't look like he was limping or uh, that that knee or that leg was giving him any trouble. He had a nice chase down block at one point in the game. Phoenix is just a better team. All around, Phoenix is just a better team. They're deeper. Booker, Aiton, Chris Paul right now is a better trio than Middleton, Holiday, and Giannis. And that's probably because Holiday has not particularly played well all of this postseason. He was not very good in game one. And then you've got Chris Paul who shined. You've got Booker who even wasn't that great. But then you've got Aiton who all of a sudden becomes a top five center in the league this postseason. Puts up 20 and 18 last night. Like it's unbelievable. But I will not bow down. Because I've had to hear this for the last year with my Miami Heat. My Miami Heat. If you're going to call last year's bubble a Mickey Mouse ring, this Suns run is a Mickey Mouse ring. Okay? And they have gotten the biggest break of probably any championship team of all time. And I know John agrees with me on this when we talk about this. No, 100%. They lose in the first round if Anthony Davis is healthy. I 100% believe that. I think think they lose every round if – I, Denver, I don't know. They did end up sweeping them, so maybe not. 
But then in the Western Conference Finals, they barely beat a Clippers team with no Kawhi and no Serge Ibaka, and then for two games, no Zubac. I mean, and now they're getting to play a team with, I know Giannis played, but it clearly injured Giannis Antetokounmpo. You can't sit back and call last year a Mickey Mouse ring and then just say, like, oh, the Suns earned it this year. Get Come on. Yeah, no, John and I talked about that, too. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, but then, you know, look, okay, I hate saying it, but then look at the Bucks. Look at the Bucks. They play, I mean, the Bucks. They play a hurt Trey Young, and without the Trey Young, the Hawks are pretty much a first-round exit. They played a hurt Brooklyn Nets team, okay, and we saw them beat them in seven. We see them beat the Heat. I don't know if the Heat had any. They didn't have Victor Oladipo. Yeah, well, Still. Oladipo is never really a part of the team. But yeah, I but will refute your Trey Young saying. point with that they were missing Giannis. And that okay, is, well, I, I hate to break burst your bubble, but I think missing Giannis is a little bit bigger than missing Trey. Yeah, exactly. That's what. So that's what I'm saying. Like the Hawks so, were hurt. Oh wait, shit. Never mind. Yeah, you just proved my point. I just bursted missed, my bubble. You bursted your own bubble there. That missing Giannis was a bigger deal for the Bucks than missing Trey was for the Hawks. Or, no, to be honest, I do think it. I should, what I meant to say is, I truly do think, not just to make myself seem right. I think the Hawks were in deeper trouble not having Trey than the Bucks were not having Giannis because the Bucks have a way better supporting cast than the Hawks. Well, clearly, I mean, they, they did finish the series off without Giannis, but it'd be just absolutely ridiculous to say Trey Young's a better player than Giannis. So, exactly, uh, but I'm just saying, like... I'm just saying, you. Uh, the reason I wouldn't give the Bucks as much crap is because they yeah. beat the Heat that were healthy. They beat the the, the Hawks when Giannis went down. Well, and yes, they beat Brooklyn when they were hurt, but let's be and honest. And they were 1-2 and two against Brooklyn with a healthy Nobody Kyrie. was beating Brooklyn healthy. Nobody was. All so, I'm saying is, I would agree. I think the Suns have a bigger Mickey Mouse ring than the Bucks do for if the Bucks were to win. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I don't think last year's ring was a Mickey Mouse ring either. But I will, I will add four. that. Suns and four. Bucks and six. Suns and Ooh, Bucks four. Give it to me. I you honestly Bucks think... seven, John? Yeah. I honestly think if, if Drew Holiday plays half better than he played last night, the Bucks can win this series. I honestly think that. But that's my take on that. So uh, I was really... watching I was watching a, a video of Steph Curry almost getting the absolute shit beat out of him. John, uh we don't have to go super in depth. Is there anything you'd like to say about the Clippers? I mean, you have the I mean, floor. Yeah, I can say whatever has to be said about the Clippers. They um they they ran out of rope. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. I think the combination of the injury situation, especially with Dubai going out, because one big thing from game six, um, while his stats were not bad, like if you were watching, like the Suns were exposing Boogie Cousins hard, like that is just yet another thing where even at that point, the they pretty much run out of steam um, because they just couldn't field the proper team. And then you also have to add in the fact that they – were they played a seven game or a six game series versus the Jazz and get one day of rest before they go play the Suns, which was stupid. Um, that we didn't get an extra day as if the series had gone seven because I I don't get why they didn't treat it like that. Um, just especially given all the injuries that had already happened, like why would you not let the schedule comp- decompress a little bit? Um, but yeah, just the combination. Oh, to, to make a long story short, I know I've rambled here. 
combination of Kawhi being out, the Clippers having just not as much rest, it, it caught up to them. Also, have they just, you know, changed a couple of things, like made a couple free throws in game two or not shat themselves at the end of game three? Then, yeah, it probably would have been a Clippers win, to be honest. I said after game five that I thought they should have just been done that night if they would have played like non-dumbasses in two and three. But, yeah, uh, it happened. Uh, I don't think the Suns are all that good. I think that's one big takeaway that I have from it. Um, but I also don't think the Bucks are all that good either, so who knows. Um, but, yeah, I guess that's my big takeaway. Not Not pissed off at anybody. Paul George maybe could have done more towards the end, but that dude was clearly gassed, so I don't really care. Um, yeah, it it happens. It, it is what it is. And hopefully Kawhi comes back healthy next year, but we'll see what happens. John, go. where does uh, Game 2, the DeAndre Ayton lob, rank on your worst Clippers losses list? Dude, probably number one. Just <laughs> the fact that, like, I'm, I'm just saying, they legit – had it won, I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to get a road win, like, bam. And then you lose on that, like, just freak accident of a fucking play. Like, I don't understand it. Um, <laughs> can you break down where you were and what you, how you Yeah, reacted? I can break down where I was. I was in a hotel room in Tampa Bay at midnight Eastern, so I couldn't really properly freak out and just kind of, like, flailed my arms around in disgust. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was pretty gross. But not not able to actually properly destroy anything. This isn't worse than Game 7 against the Nuggets? No, no. Game 7 against the Nuggets wasn't at least, oh, we could steal a game on the road here. Like, no, it was like, okay. I kind of knew we were going to get bombed by the Lakers anyway. I was just pissed off that it happened. Um, But, yeah, it it was that, – that series was pretty Does annoying. that beat D Ford, though? No. 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 I don't think anything can. The only thing that can beat D Ford is maybe a D Ford sacking Patrick Mahomes and winning the Super Bowl. Although I will argue, uh, Green Bay dropping the onside kick to go to the Super Bowl competes. Good thing we're not a Green Bay Packers podcast. Yeah, because you would be absolutely just beside yourself. Uh, I think that might be. You actually have a new podcast that you can discuss that on. I don't know if you wanted to say something about it. Uh, Yeah, I'll go ahead and shout it out. Uh, I have a new podcast called the Extra Point Podcast. Uh, we're live every Tuesday and Thursday, uh, 6 Eastern on Tuesdays, uh, 8 Eastern on Thursdays. I'm trying to think Eastern time. Not really good at that. Um, yeah, it's strictly football. Uh, and with football season coming up, it'll be good. Run it with two guys from Cleveland. Uh, have to put them in their place and let them know that the Browns are going to get killed week one. But it is what it is. You know, I, I am the reason of truth there, as they would say. Um, so, yeah, if you want to check that out. Uh, we might send out a link. I don't know if we'll send out a link on we Twitter, but send out a link. we probably will not send out a link on Twitter. So to like the three people listening right now, if you want to check it out, check it out. All right. Um, we can talk a little NFL. There's not much, uh, training camps less than a couple weeks out. And you know that unless means. John's mom comes in clutch, I don't know if we're going to be able to make it boys. We'll see. We'll see. This is just so tragic. I mean, this is, we Why haven't they gone do it like this. Dude, it's an all-outdoors event. You know they're going to pack Arrowhead filled to the brim come fall, but they have to do limited capacity for fucking training camp? I'm sorry. That is so stupid. I Uh, wouldn't be surprised if this was a thing that they wanted going forward with less people at training camp. Yeah, that's that's not necessarily wrong, but fucking A. 
Like <laughs> I know, I bro. I go watch Patrick Mahomes stick around at a primetime KC needs training camp tickets. All right. If you guys can hook us up, let us know because we are the good luck charm. All right. Yeah. The last time, time we went, went to training camp, they went to the Super Bowl and won. Only so, convenient or training camp was the year. only time we've been together. Uh, they went on to win the Super Coincidence? Bowl. Coincidence? So. I think not. So I, I don't either. And we still need to go with a Ryan Fitzpatrick jersey on, and we no, can't do that. No, we don't. We if just, we don't, if we do. I, we do. I feel like the football gods already kind of said, "All right, your debt's been paid." When they fucking had that Super Bowl. <laughs> oh wait, guys! I can actually. We're we gonna get tickets on the podcast. That'd be that'd be a great ending. We're good. Josh, Josh is... We got bought. We got tickets. What the hell? How? August 3rd, we're going. All right. August 3rd. How many tickets did you get? Four. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, here they are. Need to re- That's Tuesday. All right. Tuesday, August 3rd. It's a $5 Check charge for parking. Check Primetime KC on Twitter. We are going to be fully covering training camp. And we're <laughs> oh, gonna sweet. If we, if we survive the drive to St. Joe. Hey, we made it last time. All right. So, so yeah, you guys can see us don't there. Need to talk about that. Now that hey, you know what Jackson not and many I people like. there, we're gonna be one of the few people there that day. Yeah, I know. It's kind of nice. nice, 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 nice. You love to hear it. Yeah, if the Tesla driver on I thirty five, if you're a Tesla driver on August third heading to St. Joe, just look out. That's all I will say. Yeah, stay off, stay off I thirty five, please. <laughs> all right. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, that's that's how we end it. We you went were receiving email. To, on oh, Monday, big. July 26th, with further training camp details, your tickets and parking pass can be accessed via the Chiefs mobile app 48 hours prior to the event. I don't like that. That, that That's not fine. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. We're going to fuck that up. <laughs> yeah, I'm in charge. Like, that's the bad thing. <laughs> we're going to get really... together the night before, and we're going to be, like, ready to go. And then we'll Oh, wake no, up we're at... doing what we did last time. We're yeah, and then we'll wake up at, like, set, like 6.30 in the morning to go. And we're going to be like, all right, who got the, like, Josh, you download the app? Like, I'm downloading Gosh. the app now just so we don't freak <laughs> out. Hey, if you're listening, send us a tweet on July 26th to remind us. Please. We will forget. We will forget. So go ahead and do us a solid there. All right. Well, so that's a great way to end the podcast. You love to hear it. I, I, I don't know how I have 5,700 points, but we'll take it. We will take it. Clark Hunt. Signed. We Chiefs will be getting an interview with Patrick Mahomes. Source. Hell say. no, we will not be. <laughs> yeah, sadly, we will not be anytime soon. All right. Well, yeah. Sorry, we're kind of disarray. Uh, we will see you guys on next week's episode of Primetime Kansas City. But other than that, peace.